Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to episode 189 of the Nora Speaks podcast. And I am your host, Nora Muhammad. It's always a privilege and pleasure to be with you and to uh, have your attention and, and have your support of the Nora Speaks podcast. I am very grateful for this opportunity and I really uh, I thank God for having the will and the desire to be an instrument um, to share truth, to share wisdom, to share insights that I have learned and have been successful in applying and others have been successful in applying so that we can improve outcomes in our community. But first, for us to improve the outcomes in our community, for us to um, improve um, the educational system, for us to increase the safety in our communities and and reduce violence for us to reduce and eliminate uh, addictive, harmful behaviors. We have to have information. We have to have information and we have to have behavior change. And often behavior change does not come until we have information. I mean, for those of us who have raised children, you know, there's a time in your child's life where you don't explain why your child should or should not do you just give instructions and the explanation may or may not come uh, perhaps until a later time but there are some circumstances where you just need and I just need our child to behave a certain way to preserve his or her safety to preserve their life to preserve the dignity of the family and there are also opportunities when we are training our children to behave in manners that are conducive to success and we have conversations and we do our best to give detailed instructions and and detailed explanations so that not only are they behavior, um, not only is their behavior in aligned with what we want for them, but they also have an understanding of why that behavior, why those good habits uh, should be practiced and why those Uh, behaviors that lead to negative habits should be avoided. Often, uh, often it's easier to convince someone to behave in a fashion that we want. It's easier when they understand why, when they have information. And so that's why it's, it's not just that we should boss our people around and tell our people what to do. And sometimes there's a need for that. But we have to give information so that our people understand, so that our children understand, so that our brothers understand, our sisters understand why and how we should be conducting ourselves to improve outcomes, to improve success rates, to reduce um, failure rates in whatever areas that we're failing. Maybe we're failing as families. Maybe we're failing as keeping our communities safe. Maybe we're we're failing at keeping our communities clean. Um, let's 
help our people understand. And, and that's what Nora Speaks seeks to do, to give our people information with this podcast that will awaken us, that can improve our consciousness, that will make us conscious and make us cognizant of what we're doing and how our behavior impacts others around us, whether that's positive or negative. And so with episode 189, I've titled this episode, Activity, Not Anger. And what I mean by that is, as we are several years from the um, unfortunate killing of Breonna Taylor, um, uh, Philando Castillo, um, certainly our poor brother Trayvon Martin, and and uh, the most uh, recent uh, widely known incident of our brother George Floyd. During those periods of um, protest and our dissatisfaction, our anger, our hurt um, from these incidents, we protest and and many of us took to the streets many of us were guests on CNN and MSNBC and radio shows and 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 we expressed the anger right we 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 were angry and 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 whether we're talking about things that bring national attention like George Floyd and Philando Castile or things that are happening locally where we are angry and we go to the city council meeting we go to the Board of Education meeting. We go to the uh, county commissioner meetings and we are angry and we're expressing uh, the anger that we have in the forms that we're afforded to. However, what I think that we should know and understand is that showing our anger to our oppressor, to those who are in positions of of power and influence and and, in control, even showing them our anger, uh, our outrage. And and sometimes you see our people, it's almost as, as if, and and I really don't mean to be facetious, but some of this we know is performative. Some of us go in these forums and we're almost uh, competing uh, uh, to show who can show that they're the most angry or, or can, you know, yell the loudest and, and, you know, uh, push the podium around, you know, bang, bang on the the podium, that doesn't change things, right? Showing folks our indignation, we're mistaken if we think that this this emotional expression is going to change the way we are treated politically, economically, educationally, socially. Anger is not what changes things. Activity is what changes things. Anger is no more than an emotion. It's an emotional it's an emotional uh, response and it's something that we experience in intervals, right? It's it's not perpetual. A person isn't just perpetually angry. At some point that anger, that strong emotion, it fades. It, it fades the same way happiness, right? The same way joy is in the same way grief right? It's, it's an expressed emotion and they, they fade. Sometimes they're more intense and sometimes they're less intense, right? So in those, you know, we, we know some folks, we say that person, that Negro is always angry, you know, but even if we choose to stay locked into that emotion, anger produces stress, 
right? And 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 when we have stress, that works against our well-being. I, I've shared in a previous episode how stress and trauma impact our blood pressure, our blood sugar, our cholesterol levels even. So anger is not an emotion that is uh, is is helpful. Anger is not an emotion that is um, um, healthy to experience um, over and over and for a sustained period of time. And so what I suggest in this episode is that instead of our anger, what we need is our activity. We need work. We need effort. We need action. And so the activity that we need is an organized activity. It's a collective activity. It's activity that's based on the shared needs and the principles that we have. And whether whatever that uh, goal or target is that we've set for ourselves, whether that goal is to open a school, to open a supermarket, if that target is a, a, a clean streets campaign, a, a campaign to interrupt violence, when we have agreed upon the goal, the target, then we have to create a structured system, structured activities to achieve the goal. And when we agree and we're principled, then we're going to have standards that can't be violated because if we violate standards and principles, it's going to interrupt the achieving of our goals. It's so important that we understand and recognize that, you know, those who have the the megaphone and the bullhorn and are screaming and yelling and uh, protesting and, and carrying signs. And, you know, I'm not saying you don't do that. What I'm also saying is that at some point, brothers and sisters, we have to put down the bullhorn and pick up a hammer. We have to put down the megaphone and, and, and pick up work, pick up effort. And so that our work is not scattered and disorganized, we have to do this in a collective manner. Now, something else that we have to understand, we have to understand that some are very invested and grateful for our emotionalism, our anger, our frustration, because what others know that we may not always recognize is that that strong pulse, that's short-lived. It has a shelf life. And not only does that fade because, you know, how many years are we out from Trayvon Martin? How many years are, are we out from Philando Castile, from Atiana Jefferson, right? That uh, Ahmaud Arbery, that passion eventually fades and others know that. And once the anger fades, then so does our, uh, uh, the attention that we give to the issue the attention also fades. I saw a report uh, or I heard a report about black bookstores and how right um, after the murder of George Floyd, the uh, patronage of black bookstores skyrocketed. Well, where do we think it is now? Now it's close to where it was prior to the killing of George Floyd because that passion, that anger fades and our attention to the needs of supporting black businesses, our attention also fades. And quite frankly, if we're angry and emotional, 
then that's going to promote a disorganized thinking, uh, rash behavior, mistakes on our part. So back to activity, collective, organized activity with a, a target in mind and principles and standards that we agree to abide by to achieve that goals. And when we have organized and collective activity, and if we have principles and standards that we will all respect towards achieving that goals, it doesn't matter if I come and I'm angry and I'm sad or if I'm frustrated or if I'm happy or if I'm grieving, it doesn't matter because the principles and standards will always be respected and the achieving of that goal can be accomplished. But if we're going to be an emotionally driven people, and we are brothers and sisters, we're very emotionally driven, then we will not be successful in achieving our goals. And, and so there, there's, a, there's uh, folks who talk about passions and, 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 you know, doing your passion and people talk about motivation and, and, you know, an incident like what I described can certainly motivate us. It can motivate us and get us excited about um, coming together and supporting black businesses. However, consistency is better than motivation, because if we only unite when there's motivation, then when the incidents uh, uh, occur that motivate us, when they're present, we're going to get together and we're going to talk about unity. But in the absence of a motivator, we're not active. And so consistency is better. And that's why I, and consistency is one of those principles that I'm talking about, that regardless of how we feel, we will be consistent. Regardless of if I'm having a bad day, I'm going to do the work. If I'm having a great day, I'm going to do the work. If you're having a bad day, you're still going to do the work. You're still going to respect the unity. You're still going to respect the standards and principles and, um, and, and work in an organized way so that we can achieve our goals. This emotional driven response, it is counterproductive for us. However, for a lot of um, those who seek to keep us in the condition that we're in, it works in their favor and they exploit our emotionalism. It's invited. And so you'll see certain individuals on CNN and MSNBC and they're exhibiting uh, their righteous indignation, whether it's at the Republicans or the Democrats or the progressives or the conservatives or the left wingers or the right wingers. They're on these shows with their righteous indignation and they're pointing their finger and they're telling it like it is and they're having a self-satisfied moment. However, once they finish with their self-satisfying moment, are they coming back and picking up the hammer and the nails and doing the work on the ground, uh, honoring and respecting the principles and standards that will produce the goal that we have because we have a collective need? No. Often, they're, they want to sell us their book. They want us to take their course, right? And, and, and it's good to have a spokesperson. However, if, if the spokesperson is someone that hasn't produced what they've talked about, or if their words are only in condemnation of the wrong or the harm that has been done to us, but it's not in the promotion of activity that we need to engage in to 
um, prevent future um, um, insults, harms to us, then that's not the spokesperson that we need. And so when we attend our community meetings, our council meetings, our board of education meetings, be thoughtful about what we're saying. Be thoughtful about our presentation. And we should want more than a moment of self-satisfaction, personal satisfaction, because we have the spotlight. What are we doing when the camera is not there? What are we doing when the spotlight is off us? What are we doing when the mic is turned off? Do we witness the fruits of our performance? I should say not. I should say not. I haven't seen it, and I'm sure you haven't seen it. Our communities are still leading in the worst statistics, and we are very far behind in the good statistics. So what we need is anger, not activity. We need organized, collective activity. We need to decide what is our current target. Is it a school? Is it a supermarket? Is it a a clean community? What are we looking to achieve? And then set aside principles and standards that we promise that we are committed to not violating and maintain that consistency. And it's that kind of activity and that kind of focus that's going to help us change what needs to be changed in our community, improve what needs to be improved in our community and reduce what needs to be reduced in our community. Right. We have to be smarter and we have to do better in this day and time, because obviously what we are seeing is a uh, a repetition of um, behavior that is self-serving, that is not conducive to the overall improvement of our communities. And one person selling, uh, you know, a, a, a thousand books, a million books, that's that's that success is for that one person. But we want to know what's good for all of us. And so we have to move past the emotionalism, the self-satisfying moments and um, and be disciplined, be consistent, be organized. And we have to have activity that's going to produce the outcomes that we so need. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Nora Speaks podcast. It's always a pleasure and it's a privilege. And until next episode, stay in peace. I say you should have your own black pony who have a black heart like yours, uh, a feeling for yourself, not a a beast like heart who depends on nothing but a nightclub loaded with iron or lead to pack your skull. Don't want that part. I say you just demand Harlem to be policed by black police. You should also work to become your own mayor. You should not never accept. I say we should always choose our own representative for the city, government, or the county, state, and for the U.S. state. I say we should choose our own representative. Vote for him, ourselves, and never... Thank you for listening to another episode of the Norris Beast Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, noramohammed.com. Or if you have a listener question, email me at info at 
You can also follow the Nora Speaks podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nora Speaks Podcast. I'll be sure to include links in the show notes. If this show has value to you, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement, be the movement. Stay in peace.